0: In August of 2021, Brie Schwartz was a depressed stay-at-home mom of two young children. Overweight and discouraged with her many failed attempts to lose weight, she decided to go back to the gym. Little did she know that that would be the small step she needed to take to change the rest of her life. In today's show, I chat with Brie as she shares her journey of self-discovery and greater health as she slowly but consistently returned to the gym and discovered the literal as well as figurative life-changing power of powerlifting. Since that day back in August of 2021, Brie has lost over 60 pounds, gained muscle, but most importantly, gained a whole new lease on life. Welcome to the Fueled and Fit podcast, where fitness and nutrition meet motherhood. My name is Janae Wise, otherwise known as the Fit Mom Coach. I'm a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, yoga teacher, mom of eight, and military wife. This is a podcast for busy moms like you and is all about helping you maximize your fitness and optimize your nutrition. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here and hope our time together will be beneficial to you. Before we get started, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at thefitmomcoach. I post regularly on my stories and love interacting with followers through my stories or DMs. I would love to see you there. I also have a YouTube channel that you might be interested in, which is just my name, Janae Wise, where I share free short format yoga flows and other workouts. I would also love to see you there. Now, on to the show. I want to share the review of the week before we get into our interview This week's review comes from CAJ1982, dollar sign, question mark, exclamation point. It reads Love Janae's natural, balanced, practical, and sustainable approach to nutrition, fitness, and overall well being. This reviewer will get a Fueled and Fit mug sent to her as a thank you for being the review of the week if you have not taken a chance to write a review on apple podcasts would you take a moment right now and leave a review it would mean so much it's one of the best ways for others to learn about the show and i want to reach the hearts of as many mamas out there as possible so i thank you for your help in helping me do so Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to talk with our guest and allow her to share her incredible story of transformation. Brie Schwartz is a wife and a stay-at-home mom of a three and five-year-old. She describes herself as living in her prime and living her happiest and healthiest, both physically and mentally, best life right now. But it wasn't always the case, which is why I invited her on the show. So I know about Bree's story. Just to give you a little bit of a background before we allow Brie to sort of take the floor and answer some questions that I have for her. And hopefully you can learn a lot from her and be inspired by her. Brie has an awesome story of how fitness changed her life. She was depressed. She was pretty overweight. You said you lost 62 pounds? Yes. Oh, my heavens. How tall are you? I'm 5'7". Okay. So you are pretty good height. Mm-hmm. That is not a small amount yes. of weight. No, no. So, yeah. And so, in a matter of maybe a year or two, mm-hmm. starting your fitness journey, you lost that weight and it just has completely changed your life. And so, I share that as an introduction to kind of let you know, the listener, about Brie and what we're going to talk about today and her journey. But I want to also say the way that I know Brie is she is married to a cousin of mine. And actually, I think that I've only met Brie maybe just once. I'm going to share this story about my interaction with Brie, and it really speaks to her as a person And the majority of my listeners are moms and that's who I speak to. And the intent of my show is to, you know, as I say at the very end of each show, you matter, mama. And I want to give my guests the opportunity to share their story. And I want to allow you as the listener, as you're listening to these stories, to learn and to be inspired and to realize that, yeah, I really do matter. Brie matters you matter as the listener. So I'm going to share this story to just illustrate that Brie really has what I call a mother heart or a mama heart, because this was about a year and a half ago. It was at my dad's funeral. So my dad passed away. He had been battling Parkinson's disease for like 16 years. And we live in Japan and miracle of all miracles, we were able to actually be there right before he passed and then actually be there for the funeral, which this was during COVID times, Japan's borders just barely opened up like last month. So it was a miracle that we were even able to attend. I had a baby at the time, which, you know, with as many kids as I've had, I almost always have a baby, but (laughs) I think my baby was a little over one and And at that age, he was just running around and being very loud and rambunctious. And Brie, this was during the funeral service of my father. And Brie noticed that. And she and I had pulled, I had gone out into the foyer and of the church where the service was. And Brie noticed that. And Brie came up to me and said, do you mind if I, would he let me take, would he let me take him and watch him so you could go sit down and. Wouldn't miss it. It just meant so much to me. It just, oh my goodness, it was such a small act of kindness, but to me, that just shows Brie that you have a mother heart, and I, I just immediately knew that that you were my people. So. I say that to illustrate what kind of person Brie is and why I'm just so thrilled to have her on the show. But also I know about Brie's story because she was, she's been generous enough and brave enough to share her story on Facebook, on social media. So we're friends on social media and it's a little scary to share being vulnerable, right? Especially when, yeah, yeah, especially when people say like rude, I know that you've had a a few rude comments from people Mm -hmm. and that's hard, right? When people are critical of maybe what you wear or how you look, or you're getting just a little too obsessed with fitness, or I don't remember the exact comments and we don't need to rehash them, but just, just to say, I'm grateful that you were brave enough to share your story because otherwise I wouldn't know about it. And otherwise I wouldn't have you here sharing with all the listeners, your story. So take us back a few years to the place that you were right before your fitness journey, just kind of let us know what you were dealing with at that time. And then we'll go from there.
1: Um, well, you know, a few years ago I was, I was at my heaviest. I was, I had two kids under three years old at the time and very depressed, anxious, nervous, all the different things that motherhood brings with you. And I already forgot what you said. I'm sorry.
0: No, I just, I just, Want to know the place that you were at. So a few years ago, you were overweight, small children. You had had some kind of PTSD from your second, first and second births. Yep. And so you were just dealing with a lot emotionally and emotionally you were yes. yes and you were in a very tough place which I think anyone listening right now who is a mom who has had young kids they are probably nodding their head and thinking yes I know exactly how that how that feels. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward to maybe not even too far into the future how did you get into fitness what your I mean were you athletic growing up did you do sports what's kind of your fitness background prior to this you know getting into the gym recently
1: sure so really the only fitness exposure that I really had was I did sports I did softball and volleyball I never really did any kind of fitness I had a gym membership most of my life but for me what I was always kind of taught is fit and working out as a woman is the treadmill like that's all you do is you just go on the treadmill so that's what I did but I'm just not a cardio person, which which took me so many years to realize that there is so much more to fitness than just doing a treadmill. And here I am, here I am.
0: Hey there, just Janae here. And I wanted to take a moment and let you know about my new fuel and fit accelerate program. I currently offer one-on-one coaching services. But on December 8th, I will open the doors to enrollment to my new eight week group coaching package that will begin after the first of the year. My Accelerate program is perfect if you're looking for greater accountability, support, community, and guidance in your fitness and wellness journey. This is an eight week training program for fat loss, increasing muscular endurance, strength, and overall fitness and will include a gym-only training as well as at-home-only training options. This online program includes both nutritional coaching and a well-rounded training program accessible through the TrainRise app, weekly live group Q and A's, a private Facebook group, Bonus video workouts from me, including 30 to 60 minute yoga flows you can stream from anywhere, plus over $100 in bonus materials, all to get you in the best shape of your life. The program will begin on January 9th with registration opening to the public December 8th. As a bonus to my podcast listeners, that's you. I'm offering a discount of $40 off the $279 base price using code FUELD. As an added bonus, you can save an additional $60 if you register before December 20th using code EARLYBIRD60. If you want to take advantage of these amazing savings, as well as get additional information about the program, go to jenaywise.com accelerate. Again, my Fueled and Fit 8-Week Accelerate group coaching program will be kicking off January 9th, 2023, with doors to registration opening December 8th. And podcast listeners can save up to $100 by using the coupon codes Fueled 40 and EARLYBIRD60. But hurry, space is limited and registration will close once spots are all filled. You can check out all the details at janaewise.com slash accelerate. All right, back to the show. So when did you start getting into the gym? What what month and year?
1: I started going August of 2021. um, Okay. Like just about a year ago. Okay. Um, That was when
0: I was at my heaviest and I was depressed. And so wait, you have lost 62 pounds in a year? Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And this was this is really without doing any cardio. No. And also, I do want to talk about diet and nutrition. Okay. but and i want to put a pin in that for a sure. second because i want to continue this conversation of your mentality prior to august of 21 2021 mm-hmm. i didn't realize that it's only been this past year i thought it's been the past two years but only in one year oh my goodness well, so, give it a year, year and a half so but prior to that your idea of what fitness was was getting on the treadmill, which is you know, cardio, burning calories, making sure mm-hmm. you burn as many calories as possible. Mm-hmm. That is a misconception out there. And I am trying to fight it. I was the cardio bunny in my 20s mm-hmm. because it was my job. I was a group fitness instructor for many years. And I was doing so much card, I was probably doing 15 hours of cardio a week. Oh my goodness. Formal cardio, <laughs> way too much. It kind of messed up my body. I'm sure I'll do an episode on that at some point. So yeah, cardio is kind of what everyone thinks that that's what you're supposed to do. And cardio is important, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, you, in your story, the thing that has changed your life has been weightlifting at the yeah. gym. Yes. And so walk us through your journey there, how you got started maybe some of the hurdles that you had to overcome mentally to really get into working out at the gym. So I started in August 21, uh, 2021, just
1: getting up and getting my gym clothes on and out the door and just walking into a gym was the hardest hurdle for me initially. like being comfortable in gym clothes, even just being Mm -hmm. around people that knew what they're doing. And I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So my first month I would only go to the gym for about 30 minutes and I would Mm kind of just do random machines that I saw that I looked like I could probably try. I did a couple classes. I still wasn't really finding my groove in the gym. It just kind of still felt very forced to be there Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. Then after about a couple months, I kind of saw people like other women doing weightlifting. in the dumbbell section. And so I asked my husband who is who does fitness training himself to kind of show me what to do so he showed me the different cables and how to you know work the dumbbell area doing different machines and then I saw somebody doing powerlifting stuff like deadlifting and I wanted to try that and that was really the switch that flipped for me was being able to lift really heavy for just my first time just get just on the floor lifting a barbell it just or an olympic bar sorry lifting it it was just so exhilarating, and I
0: just took off from there. So I I want to go back to what even prompted you to go back to the gym though in August twenty one. You know, okay? So
1: initially, when I tried to go to the gym with my my first kid, my son, he couldn't handle the daycare. So every five mm. minutes they were calling me back. So I just gave up, and that was my excuse that I can't go to the mm-hmm. gym. So I can't go there. That was my my perfect excuse to not have to go. Mm. And my daughter, I. I'm a stay at home mom. So I, Mm -hmm. my husband's like, well, give it a try. You 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 know, you're home. So I take her in and she just goes on in no, no crying, no fear, no nothing. So I literally had no excuse anymore. That was kind of my, also my thing is I didn't have an excuse not to go. My daughter Mm -hmm. loved it there at the gym. Awesome. And so I just, I just did stuff and Uh I, I started it You know, the first month going for thirty minutes, and then it turned into forty-five, and then an hour, and now I'm in there two to three hours, six days a week now, and I just, I am obsessed with it. I love it.
0: That is so awesome. So I want to interject here and say that as Brie is talking about her specific types of training and how much she spends, you know, the amount of time that she spends in the gym. I want you to know that you don't have to spend, you know, two to three hours in the gym every day. Brie does, and it totally works for her, and it's awesome. I would never recommend two to three hours of cardio, but if you're doing strength training, that's the beautiful thing about strength training. Strength training will not mess with a female's hormones the way that cardio will. And again, this is a topic for a future episode. And one of my guests coming up is a ultra race runner, a male and i mentioned that because males and females the way that we react to the stressors placed on our bodies is different and because we have especially when if you're a female of in the reproduct in the childbearing stage of life premenopause your hormones are quite sensitive to overtraining strength training however the beautiful thing about strength training is it does not raise your cortisol levels the way that excessive cardio does. And in fact, it builds your, obviously it builds your muscle mass, mm-hmm. which is a plus, a bonus, so good for your health, for your metabolism. And it builds your bone health. We want heavy bones. We want strong bones. And people just think muscle, you you lift weights, so you can have bigger muscles, but it's like, actually you lift weights so you can have stronger bones. And we don't think about this when we're in our twenties, thirties, and even forties. But once you hit your fifties, especially sixties and seventies, you don't want to be dealing with hip fractures and things of that nature and osteoporosis. So lifting weights, obviously, I mean, it has a lot of benefits, but in my opinion, it gives you your biggest bang for your buck and can spend 30 minutes couple days a week or 60 minutes, several times a week, or you can do what Bree does. If that works with your schedule. And if you have the time and the resources a couple of hours, and it's not going to mess with your hormones. Some women, their cycle improves once they lose weight, you know? Oh. Yeah. And then, um, with cardio, if you do excessive cardio, like if you're, you know, a marathon runner, you can lose your cycle, which is an indication. Okay, to, it's an indication to me that you need to, Cut back because mm-hmm. having a cycle is essential for your health. I mean, not having a cycle, and it's different when you're on birth control, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I can't really speak to that, <laughs> but just because clearly I've never been on birth control, I have eight kids. So, <laughs> totally okay. okay. So let's move into kind of fell in love with powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Explain to the listener. What powerlifting is? Uh,
1: so powerlifting, it's based on a uh, three different moves. There's the deadlift, the squat, and benching, bench press. Okay. Um, so really, it's just testing your strength, and and that's that's what I love about it. Is I love chasing the numbers of new PRs, which I'm still so new at it. I hit a lot of them, so it's just it's so exhilarating too that I'm just ping, 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 like hitting all these different PRs. And I think that's also what is exciting about this whole journey is, I mean, I just, I just had 335, 335 pounds yesterday. That's amazing. Oh and that's that's amazing. That's a cool thing to say. Like, yes, that's a cool thing to say. Um, yes. And,
0: and can I just say that yeah. interject here, and I don't want you to lose your steam of what you're talking about, oh, sure. but I want to tell the listener how much I deadlift. I don't, I don't power lift, but I strength train. Maybe someday I'll get into powerlifting. But I deadlift, I can have um right now my quote max is I think 45 pounds on each side. So it's a total of 90 plus the bar, which is probably 15 pounds. But let's just say 90. I can deadlift 90 and and I've been working up to that for a while. And I'm super proud of myself. Now I train I, I train a little bit differently because I don't powerlift, So I do more reps. Sure. My my training looks different than a than a power lifter. It's a certified personal trainer point of view. Mm -hmm. If someone came to me and they wanted to do power lifting, I would refer them to a personal trainer who specializes in power lifting because that is not currently my forte. But power lifting is have much heavier weight, Mm -hmm. fewer reps, yes, long rests between the sets. Correct.
1: Yep. That is correct.
0: Okay. So walk me through a typical exercise session, just briefly, I mean, you don't have to go like maybe spend like a minute just showing the listener what a powerlifting session would look like.
1: Sure. So if I'm doing a deadlift, I will usually do a quick warm up, which would be 45s on each side. Uh-huh. I kind of do a pause lift in the center just to kind of warm up my body. Then I do, I add more weight and I usually try to do a max every month and a half or so, but I'll do my lift and then I'll take about Oh, two to three minutes in between each set. How, how many reps? Oh, for the first one, I try to do eight to ten.
0: Okay. I like to do um with the forty fives on it.
1: Yes. Okay. With for the forty fives, I do eight to ten. And that's and just a, that's will... just a warm up. That's just a warm up. Mm-hmm. And then I put then my then I'll take my rest for about two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do two 45s on each side, so that ends up being um like I think two twenty five. So 225 will be my second one Uh and I try to do at least five to six of those Mm -hmm. and then I'll take a little bit longer pause about five or so minutes Mm -hmm. and then I'll put on either depending on how I feel that day because depending on my cycle too depends Mm -hmm. on if I can lift heavy or not Mm -hmm. so if I can lift heavy that day I'll go up to about 315 Mm -hmm. and I'll do two reps of that, or however many I can do. Usually it's two, but if it's a lighter day than I, and I don't have the energy, I do two seventy-five, and I'll do three to four of those.
0: And then how many sets?
1: I do three to four, three to four. So if I do the three sets and it feels good, I'm not hurting or anything like that, then I will go higher. Mm -hmm. I'll do two to three reps of that. And if I'm still able to do two to three sets after my fourth rep, then I will try for a one rep max. Mm. And that's kind of, I don't have professional training in any of this. So mm-hmm. if it feels, or I go by feel, I know my uh-huh. body. Yeah. So yeah. I will go off of how I'm feeling that day. So if yeah. I'm feeling strong and I did those reps and I pulled it easy, I will keep going. And that's what oh, I Oh
0: my goodness. Can I just say, it makes me so happy to hear you say that because here's the thing. I taught group fitness for many years and then took a break for about a decade But during that time, I did my own exercise and I didn't really get into weightlifting until maybe four years ago. Mm -hmm. And then had to take a little, a few breaks because of childbirth. I still lifted during my last two pregnancies. I lifted almost the whole time, not Mm -hmm. heavy. I wasn't doing powerlifting, but I was still lifting. Yeah. But so I have almost two decades worth of fitness experience in a lot of different types of fitness. And then I finally went through and did the training to become a certified personal trainer, which was really valuable. I love learning the science, the exercise science Mm -hmm. behind fitness. But to me, fitness is about feeling and the foundation of where I want any of my clients to be. The foundation is to being in tune with your own body, to having, you know, autonomy over your own body to understand how your body is feeling and responding to the different stressors that you're putting on it, whether it be at the gym, whether it be the food, which should not never be a stressor, but the food that you're putting into your body, the things that you're deciding to do with your time, how, how is, how is your mind and body? How is it responding? And then making appropriate changes. So I love that you mentioned that, you know, you don't have any professional or formal training in this but you just really try to listen to your body love Mm -hmm. that I think that is so important it's just Janae here and I want to take a moment and thank you for listening to my brand new podcast it means the world to me You know, starting a podcast is kind of a scary venture. As a listener, you have literally thousands and thousands of podcasts to listen to, and here you are. Thank you. My goal with this podcast is to reach the ears and hearts of as many mamas out there as possible. Only way to do this is with your help. Anytime you share an episode on the socials, refer it to a friend, or even by subscribing and listening every week, you are supporting this podcast and I thank you from the bottom of my heart, truly. If you want to go a step further in supporting the show to kick this podcast off with a bang, I actually have an amazing free bonus just for you, which is I'm giving away my Fueled and Fit Insider's Guide, not yet launched, worth $20, totally for free for everyone who leaves a five-star review of the Fueled and Fit podcast on iTunes right now. In this 30-page guide, I share with you my very best tips as a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, and veteran mom of eight. You'll find all the fundamental points of knowledge needed to set yourself up for success with a healthy lifestyle. This guide is chock full of all the things I'd wish I'd known sooner in my fitness and wellness journey and all the things I want my clients to know. So consider this your insider's guide to success, all the tips and tricks I would tell you if you are one of my one-on-one coaching or personal training clients. It's like you're studying for a test on how to become a rock star fueled and fit mama and I slip you the answer sheet, but you don't have to feel guilty about it because you're not actually cheating. And today it's yours totally for free. All you have to do is step one, open up iTunes, click on this podcast, Fueled and Fit, click Write Review, then click those Five little stars and share what you love most about the show. Step two, head to jenaywise.com slash bonus and pop in your contact details and iTunes account name so I can know the review is from you and I can send you the bonus to your inbox stack. It's that simple. Step one, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Step two, head to jenaywise.com slash bonus and send me your details. And that's it. And as an extra little thank you, I'll be choosing my favorite review of the week and sending that reviewer an exclusive fueled and fit mug so you can sip along in style while you listen to your favorite show. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause, go leave that review and head over to jenaywise.com slash bonus. Hop in your details and claim this amazing 30 page instant downloadable guide for yourself. you know, we can learn all day from books, but yeah. really I think the greatest teacher is personal experience. And you know, that's not to take away from formal training. Formal training mm-hmm. has its place and oh, absolutely. It is mm-hmm. important, but all right. So continue on with, so you're walking us through kind of a powerlifting session. And this is part of the reason why it does, because of those longer rest breaks, yeah. it, it does take longer if, to do mm-hmm. a powerlifting session than it would just straight up strength training, traditional strength training. So can you explain why you need to take such long rests? Uh, from what I'm, what I understand is that. And Mm -hmm. so in order to have enough
1: energy and strength and to lift to my next lift, I need to give that my body that rest. So that's, that's what I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I I think that's in in layman's terms, Mm -hmm. not to get you know, really too deep into the nitty gritties of the exercise science, because again, while that's important, I think we just need to understand and and be able to put it into practice. And that's really the most important thing is understanding why we need to do a particular thing. So the heavier, yeah. heavier your lifts, the, the longer your breaks. Yeah. So there's a person on YouTube that I used to work out to, I used to do her videos quite quite a bit. And I love her and I, I recommend her. Her name is Carolyn Gervin, and she has a very large following and she has a lot of great videos. I also have my own YouTube channel, by the way, that I just launched. I'm just going to say that right now, but mine is more focused on yoga. I have a little bit of strength training and stuff, but I also kind of my forte and my training is, is yoga. However, her workouts, she has very short breaks. She does weightlifting. She does dumbbells at home. And so the weights are much, much lighter than what you are lifting for sure. And then she's only taking like 20 to 30 second breaks, which is, which is pretty typical for, Mm -hmm. you know, lighter weights. So that's just a little bit of a, a tip for anyone who is going to do weightlifting. You want to take longer breaks, the heavier you are lifting, the heavier you are lifting, you need those breaks just as Bree talked about. So to give your body an opportunity to be in a place where you can do that heavy lift again. So actually I was just talking to a client about this the other day. And, you know, I said, the thing that I love about weightlifting is it's such a good analogy for life, right? You would never go to the gym and be like, I'm going to do 60 deadlifts straight. You wouldn't know, like you're, no. you're laughing because it's impossible. <laughs> it However, can, can you do 60 reps of a deadlift in an exercise session? No. Yeah. And I, I don't think well, I would try. No, 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 you, you couldn't do it straight. You could not do it oh, straight. straight. No, not straight. Yeah. You couldn't do it straight, but could you do a total of 60 reps, deadlifts reps in an exercise session? Yes, you could. Why, why can you do that? Because you're breaking it into sizable doable chunks, right? You're doing eight reps at a time, getting proper rest, building your strength up so that you can focus and do those eight solid reps and then taking a rest. And I was just talking to a client about it. I'm like, I love it because there's so many analogies for life, right? We have these huge monumental tasks in front of us, whether it be with our kids or personal goals that we have. And instead of just swallowing the whole elephant, which would be impossible, we're breaking it into a, sizable, doable chunks, which is what you're doing with weightlifting, right? Yes. Especially with those power lifts, you got to have those really good rests. Yes, agreed. This is the end of part one of my interview with Brie. I hope you will join me in part two of my interview with her as we continue to discuss her journey and the insights that she has and the tips that she has to share for people who are also on the same path or who are curious and want to start their own fitness journey. And that's it. Thanks so much for listening. If you're a fan of the show, please subscribe and Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast so you make sure to never miss a show. Until our next podcast episode, remember, you are worth it, Mama.